What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Fuck Nation. On this pod, we will be talking about the sports betting world we currently live in and is rapidly growing by the minute. We want to give you as much sports betting investing info, data, insight, and knowledge. And with that, our goal is to educate and give you an edge when it comes to beating the sports book. Let's have some fun. And welcome back to another episode on the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Fuck Nation, and thank you for tuning in to talk some more football in the NFL and college football, of course. We are moving into NFL Week 13, and college football is getting very exciting once again as we enter this week. Conference title games, and then of course, bowl season. Get your bowl sheets ready. It is coming in full force. But before we start, just want to say thank you for everyone who has supported the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Pod. Please continue, if you can, for new listeners or if you haven't already, to go to the bottom of the pod on Apple Pods or Spotify and leave a five-star review. We truly appreciate this. Um, On this podcast, we like to talk betting insight, angles, shop talk and sports, and of course, betting and anything we can give you insight, info, trends, any of that sort to help you get an edge when beating the sports book or wanting to beat the sports book rather let's move right in college football here we are conference title games college football playoff shaping up here rounding out the top four georgia number one michigan with the big win on the road at ohio state buckeyes killing them they go to number two tcu does their thing they are sitting at number three undefeated and usc little by little they have stayed afloat and now they are rounding out the top four college football playoff will they remain there will any of these four teams remain there after conference title game week that remains to be seen ohio state the odd team out now after that defeat to michigan Last week, Alabama number six, Tennessee number seven, and that's where I'll kind of stop it. Will any of these teams on the outside looking in have a chance? Teams that are lurking, Ohio State, Alabama. Ohio State has the one loss. Alabama has two losses. That could be a stretch. But if a USC plays Utah in the Pac-12 title game, if they lose to them, they certainly will have two losses. And that possibly could bump back in Ohio State into the top four. Uh, TCU, Michigan, and Georgia all undefeated. I think if Georgia loses, if Michigan loses, uh, you know, I think they still remain in the top four. TCU, they lose. Maybe that's one team that could slip out of the top five, top four, sorry. But is that enough to put a two-loss team like Alabama in? I don't know. Let's see if there is madness this week. Expect the unexpected in college football. As I always say, it is a bunch of young kids playing the game, and nothing is ever certain. No doubt about that. Uh, Embedding and just watching the game itself. 
Um, very exciting, and we shall see where it goes. Looking forward to it. NFL, another <clears throat> excuse me, exciting week in football. I uh, want to talk and go into our NFL, my top five rankings. I like the Kansas City Chiefs, number one, the best team in my book overall at nine and two. Um, you know, that offense is just doing its thing once again. It's the same story weekly. Um, Patty Mahomes making do. Kelsey, Andy Reid, defense is playing, you know, timely defensive football, nothing crazy, but you can trust this offense. And for that reason, um, they are delivering weekly and they are nine and two and they get my number one spot in the rankings. I'll give the number two spot to the best record in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles who are 10 and one. Surely they are getting the job done on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, their pass defense is pretty pretty good. Uh, it's where their Achilles heel right now, I believe, is their, their run defense. Um, they are getting torched. I mean, at least from what I've been watching the last four or five weeks, whether it was Pierce from the Texans being able to run. Last week, the Packers... Um, they tried to beat up, beef up that line by signing some of those uh, veterans like um, Sue and I forget the guy before that. Um, they haven't got that going yet, and you know that's why I dropped them down to two, despite their best record in the NFL. They are number two in my rankings, but that offense is clicking. Um, if they can get the run D to play a little bit better, they are obviously going to be a force. Not that they're not a force already. Um, 49ers, number three, sitting at seven and four. Um, just certainly just keep going up, uh, defensive side of the ball. Um, I think it's five straight weeks of no second half points allowed from this defense, which is incredible. Offensive side of the ball, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuels, Brandon Ayuk, uh, George Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo, leader, winner. Kyle Shanahan leading the troops there with play calling. You put these two facets of the game and special teams. This is one of the more complete teams in the NFL. Um, they are sitting currently at three, and they have been moving up my rankings, and I'm sure everybody else's own rankings. But, uh, you know, seven and four, starting to heat up, getting healthier. Getting healthier is the key uh, for this team, and it's showing on the defensive side of the ball, no doubt in my mind. Um, this team could be winning this NFC in soon time if they stay healthy. No disrespect to any of the other NFC teams, but this defense is playing at an extremely high level um, that we've seen from NFL defenses over the years. The Baltimore Ravens, even the 49ers when they had Patrick Willis um, leading their linebacker crew, um, and a few other defenses, No, not to discredit them, but... They are having a phenomenal year. Um, looking at their stats, you know, on the rush D, you know, the best rush D team in the NFL. Um, yeah, they're going to be number three for now. Uh, Buffalo Bills, number four. Um, don't sleep on the Bills despite the injury to Josh Allen. Now a Von Miller injury on the defense, which is very bad. 
and will hurt them for the next few weeks, potentially on the defensive side of the ball. But that did not stop them yesterday as they won their game against the Patriots on Thursday night football pretty handily. I say Von Miller hurt the de- does with them with him not on the defense. It would hurt them. They looked great yesterday, but also Mac Jones has made defenses look good uh, before as well. Uh, but they will be at number four. Uh, I think they need to continue to show they can play a little bit more consistently on the defensive side like they did yesterday. The offense is still moving good. I'm just a little worried why Josh Allen is forcing these turnovers. Still, he had one in yesterday's game to pick on him. Um, He needs to clean that up. Sean McDermott needs to not put him in those situations, but uh, it takes two to tango there, and I think Josh Allen has to take some ownership and not force plays when it's not needed, especially when they're winning in games and in control of games. We've seen them where they can just settle for a field goal, and he's trying to force a pass where it shouldn't be that leads to an interception. So in the playoffs, as you know, when you play a Kansas City Chiefs team, who's probably the team they're going to be chasing, you cannot make those miscues. Um, And if they can improve that, you know, they will live up to their – Super Bowl favorites, you know, preseason, no doubt about it. Very good team. Ground out the number five. Sorry. I have to give it to the Dallas Cowboys. What they're doing consistently on the defensive side of the ball, the pass rush, the defensive line, even the corners, um, they are delivering. It's uh, The knock on this team will be Dak Prescott. Will he be able to play consistently in the big games? Um, They got a double-headed monster, I'll say, and... Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. That's awesome. They got C.D. Lamb. Um, So it's going to be, will they be able to continue to run the ball well? Will Dak Dak Prescott be able to deliver when needed if they fall behind in the game? But right now they are winning. They're getting up in games, and that pass rush is phenomenal. Maybe the best or top two in the league, probably up there with the 49ers. So this is a very strong team, and they round out my, they round out my top five, and I got the Vikings and the Dolphins rounding out six and seven, in no particular order. Two great teams as well. I think Vikings are nine and two, and Dolphins are seven and three, I believe. Um, Dolphins need to get better on the defensive side of the ball, and Vikings do a little bit as well, and continued consistent play from you know. Kirk Cousins, but uh, they got the weapons. But those are my top five. Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, Bills, Cowboys, and the Vikings and Dolphins lurking from the outside. Let's move on to our next segment, the betting trends. Um, Going over first the over-unders from last week. The over-unders played even, and... There were eight games that went over, and there were eight games that went under. So there was no pull to either side there, um, depending on which games you played, obviously. But there were eight games that went over on the total and eight games that went under, which has been kind of the case the last uh, four to five weeks. Um, We'll have to tally that up. Next part here on this betting trend segment is where I love to look at the betting tickets, and significantly when I see 60% or more of a uh, 
60% of the more of the tickets are bet on the side. Example, Team A versus Team B. Team B is getting 60% of the tickets, of the people, the public, whatever one of those words you'd like to put in, and see how they did on that given day. And tickets of taking a spread, of course, not just the money line. Or So last week, uh, when there was a team involving 60% or more of the public betting on them, last week the public won. They went 4-3, and three, and I can attest to that um, because uh, there was uh, quite a few upsets last week. So the public had a 4-3 and three record last week on the 60% or more tickets. So kudos to them. It doesn't always work out like that, but it's what was the case. And then the next part here in this betting trends segment is I like looking at the best ATS teams in the NFL. And the best ATS teams in the NFL continue to be the Tennessee Titans at 8-3. and three. The New York Football Giants at eight and three, and the Cincinnati Bengals join them at eight and three. So this is the eight-win club for the best ATS teams in the NFL currently going into Week 13. I want to add to this little segment. Why not talk about the worst ATS teams in the NFL? Just as much when you look at these betting angles and insights and trends, you want to take teams that are prone to covering. In NFL, such as the Titans, Giants, and Bengals, and deliver for you against your bookie. Why not look on the flip coin of that, flip side of that? You got the Chiefs, go figure, who are three, seven, and one, three wins, seven losses, one tie against the spread. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, three, seven, and one. The Los Angeles Rams, three, seven, and one. And the worst team that owns the worst ATS in the NFL is. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, less rad. Broncos country. They are 3-8. and eight. So when you look at betting, you can look at both sides of it. Do you want a tail team that is prone to covering? Or do you also want to fade a team that's not good at covering? You can look at it both ways. So look at all these angles, all these betting insights, all these trends. These things matter when you want to bet consistently and try to give yourself an edge against your bookie with that being said we will be moving on to the next segment trap lines suspicious lines things that look off things that you look at a line and say why is this team favored why are they favored by this much why are they getting so many points why is this team total high? Why is the total on the game high? Why is it low? Something looks off. Vegas put it this way. And it makes you just say, hmm, interesting. You take a little, you dig in there and do a little bit more research. And, you know, whether you bet it or not, that remains to be seen. But just something you look into and keep track of. We've been doing this on this podcast since the start of the year. It's one of, besides giving out free plays, this is probably my favorite part of this podcast, the trap line segment. We've been pretty spot on the last couple weeks, at least, I'd say, in uh, disclosing some of these trap lines. Last week, we said, why was the Baltimore Ravens on the road 
only favored by three and a half against the Jaguars. And we said to look to take the Jaguars. Something was off at this line. Respect it. Vegas said it that way for a reason. And we went for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they won outright. And we won our play, obviously, at plus four. So these trap lines, listen up on this podcast, these episodes. Um, It's not a guarantee, of course, by any means. But there's usually something to it if you dig deeper when something seems suspicious. So last week we had success. The week before we had success. This week, honestly, there's not too many trap line or suspicious line games in college football or NFL. But if I had to pick one right now, I would have to lean and say, looking at this Dolphins and 49ers game, you have the, well, let's see, I think it's the 7-3 and three Miami Dolphins. Let's double check this. Bear with me. You have the Miami Dolphins, sorry, who are 8-3, and three, and they are going to San Francisco 49ers at Levi Stadium, who are 7-4. and four. Both teams are great. We spoke earlier about the 49ers, how they're number three in our, our rankings. Dolphins in the top seven. So Dolphins have the better record by having one more win and one less loss. You know, if I'm just your average person looking at this, I see 49ers laying four points. In my mind, maybe this should have been three or two. You know, But Vegas is putting four for the 49ers. 49ers are laying four. If I'm just a normal public average better, could be a good one, could be a bad one (laughs) in betting, this, I would be running to the window right now to bet Miami Dolphins if that was the case. Um, Based on Tua, Miami Dolphins, Red Hot Offense, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr., uh, you got all these pieces, and you're like, you're giving me four points on the road for a game who the Dolphins have been hyped up and obviously delivering on the offensive side of the ball. I don't think it will be that easy. And going into how I said, if I was a public general average public better, I'd be running to take plus four Miami. Sure enough, as I'm looking at the betting trends right now, how many? How much percent of tickets are bet on Miami right now versus 49ers? 74% of tickets slash public is on the Miami Dolphins right now. Right now, for me, this screams trap, trap line, trap gate, whatever you want to call it, suspicious. So with that being said, this could be a spot you play the 49ers. Uh... Taking the four, laying the four. Obviously, nobody likes four. They like a field goal at least, key numbers. Um, looking to take the 49ers here. I do think I do think the 49ers have the recipe to slow down this Miami Dolphins offense. Obviously, Mike McDaniels is coming back home to San Francisco. So there'll be some jitters there and emotions, good emotions, no doubt about it. Miami Dolphins will need to deliver on the ground game to stay in this game we'll talk about that maybe more later but trap game on this segment is dolphins at 49ers people are running to play miami right now take the 49ers possibly look into that 
Moving on. Game of the week. I think you could have picked two games for this, honestly. Dolphins at 49ers. But we're going to go with the latter, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. The 9-2 and Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 7-4. and This is the big game of the week on CBS. I'm sure Tony Romo and Jim Nance are on there. 425 p.m. Eastern. It should be, could be, probably will be a doozy. Chiefs are laying two points on the road at Cincinnati. This is a rematch, of course, which I'm sure that sticks out right away when you think of it, of the AFC Championship last year where the Cincinnati Bengals shocked the Kansas City Chiefs 27-24 late in January before they went on to the Super Bowl. It was a game where the Chiefs had total control, and I think we remember how... uh, there were some miscues or mismanagement with the Chiefs ending that first half that kind of, I don't want to say put the game away, but could have made a bigger lead, and they did not cash on that and kept the Joe Burrow Bengals in the game, and sure enough, they did pull out a win at the end by three. So a little revenge on the Kansas City Chiefs' mind, I'm sure. Despite all the success they've had, they will like to come out firing on all cylinders for this game. And then you got... The Cincinnati Bengals, 7-4, and four, finally playing some good football. It took them a while. They're on a three-game winning streak. Um, yeah, they have the recipe to win this game, no doubt about it. Uh, they're playing better, like we said. Um, they've won their last three. You know, they nothing screams out beating the Panthers, the Steelers, but they I like their gutsy win last week in Tennessee and Nashville, winning 20-16. to 16. Never easy winning against a Tennessee Titan team, but they did it so they can play in the big games. How will they fare this week? Uh, we, t- we spoke Chiefs, great offense, never miss a beat. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, big, the big question marks this week. Will they have Jamar Chase? And will they have the dosage of Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon is battling concussion symptoms still. This is going into two weeks. He missed last week, and he potentially can miss this week. As of right now, he's only had limited practices, and he still has not cleared the last phase, supposedly, of concussion protocol. Uh, And, of course, Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase. um, He is listed as questionable currently as of three hours ago, and we are doing this podcast on Friday night around 7.30 Eastern p.m. Um, Jamar Chase, questionable for the game. Um, trending to a return. Had a couple full practices in, but uh, they're still listing as on track and not for sure. So, you know, fantasy football-wise, betting-wise, if you're in on the Bengals uh, and Jamar Chase matters to you if he's on the offense or not, make sure you look into that before uh, – kickoff time before you place a wager i don't know where i'm leaning to this one honestly um betting trends wise i think the america or the world is divided right now it's 52 percent of the tickets are being bet on the Bengals, 48 percent on the chiefs so i'm honestly right there on which side to take uh, we mentioned earlier the chiefs are three seven and one against the spread so one of the worst ats teams um, does not mean they can't cover this week so 
it could be their time, but uh, not sure where we are on that one. If I had to give a slight lean, it would be to the Cincinnati Bengals, but I need to know personally if Jamar Chase is playing and even if Joe Mixon is going to play um, because they will need those pieces to hang with that aerial assault offense high-flying in the Kansas City Chiefs. So, enjoy that game. And we are going to move on to our favorite. I keep saying favorite. Now, my favorite segment is Trap Line. But my second favorite for the people, if you're listening, especially when we're winning, of course. It's not, a, it's not great if I'm giving out free play losers. But we are on a heater. We are going to our free play segment. We are trying to go for our sixth straight week, sixth straight episode of giving out a free play winner. Six straight. Uh, that's a record definitely here at the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Pod giving it out. Uh, last week we hit on the Las Vegas Raiders plus five. They won outright in overtime in Seattle. Uh, we actually played that for two units. Um, we liked it that much. And this week we are going to try to push it to six in a row. And you know what? We are going to go. Didn't want to say it earlier because we needed to talk about it on on this little segment. We're going to go San Francisco 49ers. And we are going to go by a point to minus three, laying three at home versus the Dolphins. I like the Niners here in this spot for our free play. Minus three, that is, if you're listening. Minus four is where it's currently at. I like minus three better. Obviously, you're going to have to pay a little bit extra for that. So it just depends if you want to pay a little more. But I'm playing at minus three, not minus four. I do do think the 49ers are in a good spot. That defense, as we spoke about, has been shutting out teams in general, but obviously second halves of games, keeping them scoreless. They won ugly last week, I know, against the Saints. Uh, Give credit to the Saints on that, on the defensive side, to keep the 49ers to 13 points, I believe. But... I need to see if the Miami Dolphins and Tua can win a game without maybe not running as well. 49ers are the number one rush D unit in the NFL. Will the Dolphins, led by Mike McDaniel, ex-49er, and his two prize running backs, Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem Mostert, ex-49er running back, will he be able... Will he try? I think he's going to be. He's going to have to. Will he be able to run the ball on the 49ers and keep that defense on the field longer than they usually play? Um, if they can do that, they can stay in this game. Uh, I don't see it happening. Uh, I think this defense of the 49ers is going to control the tempo. They're going to silence the running game of Miami who's already, that's not their strength. Passing game is obviously with Tyreek Hill and Tua and Waddle. Um, If they make the Dolphins one-dimensional early in this game, which my feeling is they can, uh, things are going to get juicy. Things are going to get salivating for the 49ers. And maybe they can put this game away earlier, win by a decent number. Um, I like the 49ers, minus three by the point. Um, I like him at Levi Dolphins going West Coast trip um, they, had a, they had a week off I believe last week So that's good for on the Dolphins side But I'm liking the 49ers here 
to win by more than three, laying three points, six, going for a six free play winner in a row. I hope some of you have been listening to this podcast where we give out these free plays and you've been reaping the benefits. If not, maybe you can join in this week. Hopefully it's not the one that loses, but going for six in a row, free play on the pod, 49ers minus three by the point. Last week was awesome for us. We went five, one and one, five wins, one loss, one tie. We won 4.31 units on the week. We are up to 22.4 U, 22.4 units on the NFL season. It's been an amazing year for us. We can't say we do that all the time. Last year was great. Maybe we like NFL really a lot. It's been an awesome year. Um, <clears throat> we're not trying to get too crazy here, trying to make sound investment and bets and uh, stay disciplined. Um, if you're an everyday better, you can't just go max plays and big bets all the time. Uh, if you have... You have to have money. Uh, what's the one? If you had a, I don't even know what I'm saying. If you have a bankroll, money management is key is what I was trying to say. Um, you got to divide your bets by, we talk about a lot on the pod, and you can see on our Twitter and Instagram, one-unit bets, two-unit bets, three-unit bets, four-unit bets, and five-unit max plays. A unit means, say, say $100 is like my minimum bet, so if I like a team for one unit, say, for example, this 49ers minus three, I bet one unit, I'll bet $100. If I liked it for two units, I'd put $200. If I liked it for three units, 300 and so on. So I think money management is important if you want to s- sustain it long term. It's risky or just betting big bucks all the time. And that is it for the pod. Thank you again so much for being here on the podcast. Please leave a five-star review at the bottom. Um, private message on Instagram or Twitter mainly if you want uh, any questions, if you want to get into our packages. Uh, we offer weekly and monthly packages in the NFL right now. It's still got time to join in on the fun and try to make some money against your local bookie or whatever bookie. And thank you again. Check us out Instagram or Twitter, Fuck Nation Betting Handles. Have a good week.